Hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. Close <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. <laughs> Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> we get this out. for joining us another week we appreciate it as always ni hao is that how you say it okay. i don't know I, I don't know why you're asking me welcome <laughs> what a money reside what a money reside what a money reside okay guys as you can see we're so excited to bring you a new episode this week and let's go ahead and get things started with five questions Five Questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us a little more. It's also an opportunity for us to get to know each other a little more. We ask five questions, and they range from funny to sad to thought-provoking, and we try to ask them in interesting and fun ways. So, are you ready? Yes. These questions have just been birthed out of the past two weeks of living, so I'm kind of excited. I am excited. I don't know. Whatever. Let's get going. Question one. Where the money was at? Where the money was at? No, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say... That's question one. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask, do we have any business to take care of? And that's where I was going to be like, where the money was at? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I should have did that. I can, he could beat it by $400. Why? Because that's what he did. <laughs> and that's on who? Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> oh, it just got me. Now I get it. Okay, anyway. <sighs> okay. Okay. You can only... Choose one. You have to pick. Okay. Would you either go back to your last ex or would you choose to repeat 2020 over again? Repeat 2020 over again. Mm, would you? Yep. <laughs> I've had some good things happen to me in 2021. Two, there's a blessing in every lesson. Mm. So mm. I understand 2020 has been very crazy. Like, I'm not saying I would necessarily want to repeat it, but if I had to choose between <laughs> that <laughs> and going back to an ex, that ex, nah, go ahead, give me 2020. Shit, you could probably do 2020 over in a better way to enjoy it, to, to maximize Exa- it. Right? Hello, hello. So, I would have I made sure my last outing was epic, but go ahead. <laughs> when I think about what that was, OMG, who would have known? But I'm with you. I'm choosing, actually... I'm going back to my ex. I was actually, the, the more you were talking, I was with you. I was like, oh, I'm going to repeat 2020. But I realized, damn, now I'm struggling. You didn't hyped up 2020. You would have to remind me of who that is, like who you're considering to be. We were literally just talking about this person before we press record. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. Ex. Well, we said oh, the last okay. person that I was with, not any relate to your last ex. That is my last act. Okay. And I think there were some good things in that. I mean, okay. yeah, I don't, ugh, I'm just going to stick with it. Just because you go back don't mean you got to stay. Question two. Mm-hmm. I need you to rank these websites from best to worst. No need to explain. 
Okay. Pornhub, X Videos, XTube, and My Vister. What's the last one? My Vister. Pornhub, X Videos, XTube, My Vister. From best to worst. I don't even know what that last one is, but it goes Pornhub, XTube. Um, I don't think I've ever been on X video, so I don't know what that is. So I'm going to just do the X video and that last thing you said as the last two. It doesn't matter which order because I don't know what they are. But I'm going to figure it out later. <laughs> Send me a link. I'll Google something. <laughs> okay, you wait till we get off this damn show because you have shocked me. Okay. Why? Because I don't know those. So my order is my vister. Pornhub, X videos, X two blast. Okay, I haven't seen. But can I just say one? I haven't looked at X two, and I don't know how long because it's (laughs) it's been a while since they took off the videos that I used to like. But those with the X X two and Pornhub are the only two that I know. So that's why I had to do that. See, I feel like I had to explain because I don't know. I don't know nothing other than uh, Pornhub. Oh, Ashley, I'm you, you. Oh my god, are you my about to change my life? One. No. <laughs> <laughs> you about to change you see, my I life. Just notice the order in which I put mine. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I'm okay. surprised you don't know about my vista. Because the reality is for those that are listening, like it doesn't just fall into that category. There's a wholesome mm. side to it as well. Oh, I don't watch for wholesomeness. <laughs> <but> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get a little serious here. Question three. <laughs> I need to know if you believe this is true or not and why. So the statement reads, if your relationship doesn't hurt when it ends, it wasn't real. Oh, I don't believe that. Um, am I supposed to give an explanation? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say false because some people can handle things better than others when it comes to emotions, Um, one. Two, it could be, depending on the reason that you're breaking up, that, you know, it may be uh, sad that the relationship is ending, but maybe you're just better off without that person, and that's not a hurtful thing. Like, it's a hard decision to make, but it's not necessarily hurtful that you're now going to go on to be happy or find happiness and peace. Yeah. I disagree. That's it. <laughs> I'm with you. With me? I, I know. I, know. Oh, I agree okay. with oh, yeah. you. I disagree with the statement. <laughs> oh, okay. Because one, yeah. people get together for different reasons. There are some people who get together for a monetary gain. And so <laughs> when the relationship oh. is over and the monetary gains have stopped, well, maybe that would hurt, huh? Damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, I, I, don't, I don't think everybody gets into relationships for love or that the motives behind people deciding to lock it down don't always relate in these deep heartfelt connections to where when it ends you feel empty or like you've lost the half of you or that it just hurts like that is not the reality of all relationships so no i don't agree all right question four let's bring it back up to where the money resides all right now you got hey, <laughs> i know it's always in my head lately i can't if you had to get rid of one of these songs which one would you pick back that ass up by Juvenile, I Wanna Rock, by Luke, Shake That Monkey, by Too Short, or No Hands, with Waka Flocka, featuring Wale, and Roscoe Dash. Roscoe Dash. R-O-S-E-O-E, Mr. Shorty, put it on me. If I had to get rid of one of them. Yep, back that ass up. I Wanna Rock, Shake Um, That Monkey, No Hands. 
Out of that list, I would probably get rid of um, I Wanna Rock. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool, but when I think about the music that, I mean, of my time, like, what I consider, I mean, things that I wouldn't mind hearing a lot or whatever, those other songs will fall into that category, not Luke. To get rid of Back That Ass Up is to get rid of culture. A <laughs> like, yes, like, a staple <sighs> of the community. <laughs> I was watching that video yesterday, and and I've been listening to No Hands. I'm with you. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me answer the question. I'm yes. I want. Oh. I would get rid of. I want to rock. I want to rock. I okay. want to rock. I want to rock. Mm-hmm. Now my mom might think differently <laughs> about that, but yeah, no. Hmm. Cause Shake That Monkey can't go nowhere. That's. That ain't going nowhere. That ain't going nowhere. Come on, too short. And I can't get rid of no hands. She said, look, ma, no hands. I said, hey. Mm. You know, the song that was going to go in here that would have made it tough for me, because you're talking about generations and the difference in the song with I Want to Rock, I was going to put Doing the Butt. Oh man, doing the butt ain't going. That would have made that would have made this list more tricky to me. If I had to took out I yeah. Wanna Rock and yeah. put in doing the butt, I would what? Mm-hmm. I just saw that video. I would have <sighs> had to think a little longer, I'll tell you that much. Mm. Question five. Should sexually fluid men notify women that they're dating, that they've been with other men? I think so. I think that it should definitely something that should be discussed um when you're going to be in a sexual relationship with someone, you know, like, I feel like it's fair. Yes. My simple way of putting it, I feel like it's fair with any situation that is not, I guess I'll say par for the course. You should be upfront with someone about it when you're dating, when you're going to be sexual with them or whatever the case may be to give people the option of what they want to deal with. And, um, yeah, yeah. To give people the option of what they want to deal with or not. There we go. Okay. I disagree. I do not believe that men should notify, have to notify women that they're dating if they've been with other men in the past. And I think the key word for me in that last statement is past. If it's not relevant to the present and the future that we're building together, not necessary. Would you want, should should a woman tell a man if she's been with other women in the past? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you, should a, should a lesbian couple tell their partner if they've been with men in the past prior to their relationship? I would, I would like to know. You know, I want to know. And you know, I want to know because (laughs) do you remember? It was a rhetorical question, but okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. But you know what I'm talking about. Yes. What I have found out that completely. Oh, it popped like, in my head before I said it. Right. Before oh, okay. I, said it. I just feel like it's listen, and 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 that right there just for me, it's not a deal breaker type thing. I don't know because some, like I said, some people may. I mean, like I feel, I feel that some people may be cool with it regardless. But I think it's nice to know that gives me a certain. I mean, and also that opens up a certain level of trust that you would open up and tell me something like that. You know, I'd imagine, I don't know, but I'd imagine the conversation is more difficult for men than it is for women because for some reason society thinks that it's okay for women to experiment with women or whatever, but it's not for men to experiment with other men, which is crazy. But it reminds me of the episode with uh, of Insecure with Molly. Like, Jared was open with her, you know what I mean, and told her, and she acted a damn fool, like... 
but whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Some people can handle it. Some people can't. But me, I have been with females who have been with men before. And I think some, some I listen, I just rather, I would rather know. And I would, because I just want to make sure like that's, that's not going to be, I don't know how I sound asking this, but I just want to know, is this an ongoing thing? Like, is it an active thing that you're going to do again? Because I'm, ah. To me, what's important is what happens in the relationship while you're together. I'm not saying that your past doesn't influence your present and your future, but the way, but when we're specifically talking about this topic, I don't see how that becomes more relevant than wanting to know your partner's sexual history in general. And so if you're okay with entering into a relationship not knowing, you know, your partner's sexual history in general, then trying to single out whether or not they've had same-sex relations in their past doesn't make sense to me. But if you're wrapping that, but if that's a part of a general conversation about what you were doing prior to us getting together, then I'm all for it. Hmm. Roll it in there, but don't single yeah, it out. Yeah, it could come up. Single out. It out but see, that's it. what. Oh, now I don't think it should be singled out. But I think like it's not something where I feel like the dude should be like, you know, maybe on the first date. Um, yeah, so I've slept with men before, you know. But yeah, when you have that conversation, I okay. Yeah, I was under the. Um, I guess assumption or, or a mindset that we were talking about, like if they're having that type of conversation, right? Like, cause that's not something like, even for women, like if I'm dating somebody and on the first date, I don't expect her to say I've been with men before, blah, blah, blah. But when we have that conversation about, uh, you know, our sexual history or whatever the case may be, you have to tell me, like, I don't think that that's something that you should keep hitting. And what, what happens down the road when we're together for a long period of time and I, maybe you meet somebody that, you know, piques your interest and that and you step outside with that person. Like, not only am, am I going to be hurt that you cheated, but this is something else. Like, this is a whole part of you that I don't even know. Like, I never knew you were attracted to men. Like, boom. But, but see, that's cheating. That's cheating in general. That to me is worse. Yes. Uh, yes. That, cheating is cheating. But, yes, but, but it hurts more if it's. Bruh, if Robin go out here and cheat on me with a dude, I am going to be devastated. Versus, Are you kidding me? You're going to be more devastated versus if she cheated on you with a woman? Yes. Yes. That's not how I look at her. That's not. No, dude. Like, I, I wouldn't even know what to think. Like, huh. Huh. Nah. I don't even want to think about it. I'm sorry, we take forever on it. Is this still five and questions? <laughs> <laughs> I have so many thoughts, but I think that is a topic, a perspective, a mini-sode. The, the thoughts that run through my brain when I just hear the question, when I see the responses in general, because obviously people, if for those that are not aware, you can Google this question and it, you will see many different discussions, many different types of perspectives, especially when you're talking about heterosexual relationships and men and women, and specifically the idea of and specifically the topic of men having same-sex relations, same-sex interactions prior to getting with a woman, right? Like that lives and breathes on the internet, but it will not live and breathe here in five questions because <laughs> that is not <laughs> what this section is about. And that was five questions. And that was five questions, guys. Plug, if you want to respond to any of today's five questions, we Please so do. hope you do. <laughs> <Please> do. <laughs> 
find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective no e at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. Aaron will be devastated. I will be devastated if Robin cheated on me with a man. Like, I just, I could, what? But you would anyway. be devastated if she cheated in general. What Not is the added? Really, what is like, the added? I don't know if devastated is the word. I don't know if devastated is the word. Like, okay, so when you were saying cheating is not a deal breaker, were you, right? Does, does your thought change if she cheated with a man? Hell yeah. She got, well, then, got she got to go. Well, then you need to be... <laughs> I'm saying like you dating me. You need to be more specific then. But it's like... God, it's those, it's those categories. It's the... <sighs> Robin is my wife that has told... Like, that has made a... Mm, I don't know if made the decision, but is very... Um, what was... What, I, don't, I don't even know the correct word to use. Very much a homosexual, I guess. Like, that is our life that we... I mean... Yes, that's the life that we live. There we go. That's the life that we live. Right, but um, the part that's related so to you to, is Robin has chosen to love you, to marry you. Okay. Anything outside of that is egregious, wrong, period. How you feel about it, that's a separate conversation than the act. Robin choosing to cheat on you is Robin choosing to cheat on you. How you react because it's a woman versus a man, that's a different conversation. That's your internal, yeah, it's, that's it's your internal process versus your... That, versus a questioning of the relationship or her gayness or whether she decided to get with you. Those but you're looking connected. at it as if, I don't find anything, if Robin wants to be with a man, that would be on Robin. But as my wife, and I found out she's with a man, yes, that is devastating. Like, never would I have seen that coming. Like, why would I ever think in a million years that if she cheated on me, it would be with a guy? Like, it doesn't have, it doesn't even even have anything to do with, I guess, her gayness. Like, we are, we have lived this, like, I've known this person for 13, 14 years. Why would I ever think that she would be with a man? Like, she's, that's never something that she's ever, she's mentioned before but yeah and made the decision right and made the decision not but you i'm not talking about like being in a man like in the actual relationship or multiple multiple sexual encounters like see there's a difference in that like there's a lot of details that have to go in it and if at one point she was like actively dating men like and being intimate with men like i would have had to have made a different decision from the get-go like you know we had that conversation you know when i was I felt blindsided. I, I felt blindsided. Yeah. So that. So yeah. No. 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 So so there's a difference in you've lived years in dating or you know you've lived. So I I spent the past ten years of my life being with women and 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 claiming that that's all I wanted, and then I start messing with guys like <sighs> cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> continue with this show I can't. all right guys now it is time for under my skin and guys in keeping with pettiness this week <laughs> what got under my skin oh my god why do i feel with, like <laughs> with aaron naming me <laughs> well, we're gonna have to do this over <laughs> i can't Ooh. And what got under my skin was Aaron naming me his under the skin in last time's episode. In our last episode, I have a two-parter. 
So Uh-oh. one, I was, yes, one, I was blindsided by that, by him naming me and Cece as his under the skin because we felt some type of way about that nasty ass Sloppy Joe, <laughs> sir. <laughs> sloppy Joe is nasty, it is, but we all have our own opinions. But to be under your skin about it, excuse me, sir. My bad. Um... <laughs> But two, um, I'm going to call out another friend, Amber, <laughs> for her agreeing with you about the Sloppy Joes. When did Sloppy Joes become an American's classic sandwich or whatever? However, Aaron sent, y'all, Aaron sent us some crap that said uh, Sloppy Joes were America's classic. Who, what America? What America? Because I have never liked Sloppy Joes ever since I was a kid. Like, and I don't understand how y'all felt that they were better than oodles and noodles. Like, what? I don't know. That's a setup by the man. Don't eat oodles and noodles. Sloppy Joe's. And you promoting Sloppy Joe's is a setup by the man, okay? <laughs> because... <laughs> and also, re- when we get to reflections, I have a reflection, um, which is also a comment from someone that you mentioned. Well, from CC because you mentioned something during your Sloppy Joe rant uh, that she has... Um, advised is not true so i will be listing that in the reflections but yeah so oh man oh no we're gonna wait for reflections that's my reflection you can't speak up nope Mm -hmm, you wouldn't have even thought about it if it weren't for me so um that's what got under my skin guys was was aaron i felt some type of way about that and and amber for a grin as she always does Agreeing with Aaron, so. Team Leo. <laughs> oh, Lord. I didn't even Leos. send you the video. I went through, um, I told you, I went to uh, White Castle and got one. Took Made a whole video to send to you, but I didn't like oh how I spent it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was sending them videos far. and stuff throughout the Anyway, three things got under my skin this week, and I'm going to make them oh. quick. So, at my old place, I moved. But at my old place. Yay! So, about the, so about the last month or so the shower was acting up you cut it on and immediately it goes to blistering hot pre-thanksgiving it just took a while for it to like settle down to an acceptable temperature that you could get into the shower post thanksgiving it never went away like when i say i let that shower run for about 20 minutes on the farthest side of cold before you have to cut it off and it was still burning hot so i said something about it one let's talk about how long it took for them to come but we won't Two, when they did come, now it's freezing cold. So you went from blistering hot to freezing cold. Like, is it, I don't think it's too much to ask to be able to control the temperature of the water in the shower. Then what happened was, I guess because they came on a Friday, I got a text saying like, they're going to come on Monday to fix it Monday. So not only do that, so not only are these days prior to where I wasn't able to take a shower, because the reality is for me, I would have just gone to the gym and taken a shower and I would have been okay with it. But we're in the world of Rona. There's right. no gym. There is no shower in this public space. Like, no man Pam. The second thing that got under my skin, this lady that I know, her guy was going, her guy's a mover. He drives her around. He was willing to move my stuff. Told me to, we exchanged numbers. He told me to call him on Saturday so that we could lock in the date and time for Sunday because during the week he is unavailable. Now that was p- fine for me. Perfect. Hit him up on Saturday. No answer. Voicemail. Okay. Called him back a few hours later because at this point I was like, I'm going to wait and see if he calls me back. Didn't call me back. So I called him. Rang once and went straight to voicemail. Mm. So on one hand, it got under my skin because at this point I have prepped myself and everything to like be transported on Sunday. 
And I'm lucky that I did prep that because it snowed like crap. <laughs> Literally the days where I would have moved. I ended up saving all that money and I moved myself. I just ended up moving myself. Okay, the third thing, and this is I got under my skin. So today I went to go wash my face. I happened to be in the kitchen. And so before I wash my face, I wash my hands. So because I was in the kitchen, I just grabbed some dishwashing soap. Actually, next thing you know, I'm washing my face and I can't quite remember the moment where I washed my hands and then put the, <laughs> the face wash soap, face, mm, the face washing soap in my hand. So uh -huh. as I'm like, scrubbing my face and my chin and i really couldn't remember when i did like when i ended one thing and started another thing so <laughs> i feel like i was washing my face with dish soap <sighs> yes and i was like what the f aaron aaron those are the three things that got under my skin i mean i ended up using <laughs> the real stuff so oh okay yeah but now i need to research too i wanted to know how i mean i mean it is Obviously, it is meant for dishes, but it could be knows. doing wonders. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Well, guys, huh? that's what got under our skin this week. That and somebody blindsided me. Talk about a blindside. <sighs> You'll be all right. All right, guys. Now it's time for what are we watching? And Aaron, do you have any recaps before we get started? Like what? What? What's your, what's your segment looking like today? I'm not going to do a Grey's Anatomy recap. I are they on? That. Oh, yes, they are on. The winter finale was uh, this oh. past Thursday. So <laughs> oh, they're on and they've been good. But I want to wait because it's the winter finale. So there's some weeks before it picks back up. And so I'll wait to recap it until right before it comes back on. Ah, okay. At least that's what I'm <laughs> telling myself. Yes, that's, yes. That's the plan. Okay, um, so I was just wondering like how much time I would uh, need to use because I know you like to do your wrap ups, but this week I am watching SVU. I am stuck on it. I've been watching it in my free time at work, you know, like my lunch breaks and stuff like that. Um, and then I have been watching it at home like as soon as I get home and I at least get in like two to three episodes when I get home. And I know poor Robin. Well, actually, Robin's been enjoying it, too. We really actually, yeah, we've been into it. All it's been doing is reaffirming how much I love SVU. Like, it really just is a great show. Sometimes um, it gets a little too much for me, and I just have to stop for a second. But for the most part, I really love it. Um, yes, but SVU, for the most part, is just really great show. And that's what's been having me hooked lately. But I am excited. And I said I was going to mention this in the What Are You Watching portion to say that HBO Max is finally on Roku and I'm super excited that now I can watch HBO shows again like on the TV without having to hook up my phone because I hated having to give up my phone while I was watching TV because it's just, you know, I still want my phone. Like if I just want to do something or sometimes I just um, multitask and I play a game on my phone while I'm watching a show. I don't know. Anyway, um, yes, but now that no longer has to be because HBO Max is on Roku. So... I'm happy about that. I've already started watching Big Bang and, of course, Game of Thrones because it had been a minute since I watched on Game of Thrones. So, Is that how you were watching Game of Thrones when it was on? Was through your phone? No. No, HBO used to be on the TV. Well, we used to have an app for it on Roku, but then when they got HBO Max, they took that away. I, because I have HBO through my um, 
cable carrier, cable provider. Right. Verizon. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I didn't have Max or now to Max. Okay. Right, right. So when they did all that, they did not provide an app for Roku, but now there is one. So. Got it. And I just saw it. So yeah, really excited about that. What have you been watching? So I realized when I asked you, I don't know, was it the minisode or the last full episode? Like, what have you been watching since we stopped watching Girlfriends? And yeah. I was right. I was tr- yes, all my shows that came back on. But I realized too, I've been caught up in watching Rosewood. What got me to watch it is because, uh, gosh, I'm so gonna say her name wrong, Jaina, Gina, but Ortiz. She is the star on Station 19, Grey's Anatomy, Station 19. Station 19 is a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy about firefighters. And so once mm. I saw that she was also the star of the show, I was like, okay, well, let me give it a shot. Okay, I don't know, whatever you all think about Rosewood, whatever. <laughs> it is all those things. Also, I found myself, it's one of those, th- it's like, this is why I'm probably selective about watching shows. Once I start watching something, there's always one or two things that make me go, I want to know what happens next or what's going to happen with that. And so then I watch another episode and then next thing I'm watching another episode because every time there's something that makes me want to see what happens next and I'm into it. So Rosewood has two seasons, 22 episodes a season and I already ran through season one and I'm in it. I'm in it now. I've bought into everyone's character, everyone's personality, what every actor brings to the table. I'm Mm -hmm. on it. I'm sold. (laughs) And that's what I've been watching, Rosewood. So for those that have been listening, I mean, for those that have seen Rosewood, I'd be interested to know what did you think of it? How much of it did you watch? <laughs> yeah, for those that don't, please tell me why you haven't been able to because it is definitely a different role for Morris Chestnut compared to what a lot of people that I know know him for. Yeah. I mean, I meant to tell you, I did tell Nancy that you were watching it and she said that was her show and she said she was sad when it went off or something. Um, but yeah, she said it's good. That's what she said. It is good. It's, it's, it's... Is it the game good or is it like... <laughs> and you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's good in a... I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it's good. It's good. I believe the characters. I believe the personality types. If you're able to get outside of what you see in front of you in your everyday living or even what popular content presents for a person like uh, Morris Chestnut or for a person like Gabrielle Dennis, who every time I see her on the show, I call her Janae because that's just what she'll always be to me, at least for right now. Always. (laughs) Girl, you are always Janae. Or Captain Herrera. Like, that's what I see her as. Although on this one, she's... Annalise Villa. Like, so the draw for me was also the characters. Also, I didn't know Janae was on it, but once I saw her, I was like, hey. And um, uh, Lorraine Toussaint, who is from Any Day Now, uh, yes, I which know was Lorraine. such a good oh, I show. Know and um, Orange is the New Black. Oh, what? Yeah, she was in Orange is the New Black. Yes. Okay. No, but she really killed it on Any v. Day Now. Mm. I need to pull that up. Where's Any Day Any Now? Any Day at? Now with Annie Potts. What are Annie Potts? I hear you say goodbye, my love. Yes. So I've been watching Rosewood. Okay. That's what I've been. That's you know what? what? I'm going after I finish SVU. I'll give that a shot. <laughs> I'll see what <laughs> they do that. About. But okay. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. You should. You should. You know, it, it's one. I was okay. And I'm gonna shut up. Listen now. Listen. Off. Listen. Okay, don't be. Don't be. Wait. Hold up. But don't be messing up our Morris Chestnut um um opportunities. Now we got to big up <laughs> in case Uh-oh. he want to repost us. Now you gotta. <laughs> have something good to say. Hey, you tell us oh, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, the reason no. why I said it that way was because it's almost like, you know when you're talking, when, when either you're talking to someone or you want to tell someone about someone 
and they ask for a picture, you don't just send the first picture or the last picture. Like you, you find the one that best suits what you think you want to send to that. Like that you want to, yeah. You, you want them to see. You put your, you put their best foot forward in your, from your perspective. Oh, okay. And so okay, when you okay. said you wanted to watch it, I was like, oh no, no. Wait, let me tell okay. you an episode to watch. <laughs> I'd rather just watch from the beginning because, you know, I can make my own assessments. And sometimes I know to give shows a try because I remember like when I first started um, The Office, like I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, the further along that I got, I was like, oh, like, and now, you know, The Office is everything to me. So, okay. I mean, it's a procedural. You could almost start anywhere and, and not necessarily oh, okay. be left behind. So when Janae was on, and her name is Pippi on the show, which I still need to, anyway. But when Pippi, a.k.a. Janae, was homeless on the streets, her her good friend was uh, Melanie, Tia. And so Melanie's on, Tia's on, let me stop. Like real life shows. Melanie? <laughs> well. Like Tia Mowry is up there? Yes. Her, her name is wow. Cassie on the show. So she's up there for a few episodes, and Cassie is in love with Janae or Pippi. Cassie's in Girl, love with Pippi. Girl, shut up. Shut and up. So they got over the... Derwin. <laughs> you know, I did I say, bet you... I was like, where, where is Derwin at <laughs> when I saw this? Or, um, I bet you they told, I bet you she told Derwin that she, I mean, I bet you she didn't tell Derwin that he, she now, she want to be with his baby mama. <sighs> and she didn't have to because she was committed to Derwin. Um, Latoya Beckett's in there. Uh, who else? Mm. Tay Diggs has popped up. He was a doctor. Uh, Nicole Ari Parker okay. has popped up. Um, oh, Jodie okay. Foster. Jodie Foster is in this. Was has an epic. Okay, like, I don't care about no damn Jodie. <laughs> but yeah, okay. <laughs> Panic Room. What? Panic uh, Room was good. Panic Room was definitely good. So it's like it's there are things that, as I'm watching. I'm like, okay, like right now. I so forgot, side note, that Gabrielle Union and Morris Chestnut had a had a thing. I mean, you know, in a movie. Like, they were each other's love interest in The Brothers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I just forgot all it. Because, of course, now I'm starting Googling stuff. Because Latoya Luckett Because he Morris gave Chestnut. her the last piece. He gave her the last piece of yes, cake. Yes. Went all over my head. Because Morris Chestnut is actually in a lot of TV shows. He's been over the years. He just isn't I, in shows that I watch. I was just watching him on uh, Living Single again. Living Single? Yeah, remember he was the neighbor that moved in? Morris Chestnut? Yeah. Remember he moved in upstairs and then it, he was only there for like two episodes. And um, Khadijah, look, you can hear Aaron clicking in the background. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Khadijah, Regine, and Max was all going after him. Love and that at neighbor. first, hey, yeah. Was Crease over there too? Yep. <laughs> she sure was. Oh, I'm going to have to watch this episode again. Erin, you remember you it? Yes, and that, oh my god. Okay, so let me let me tell you and the world how corny I am, or how much how, how I was as a kid. Okay, flashback. Yes. Sorry, I clicked on a picture. <laughs> I clicked on a picture. Yep. You see him? You see him? And yes, do you when remember, like, when the show? Yes, and when the show first aired, you could um, we voted for who he chose to go out with, whether it was Khadijah, Max, or um, yes, Regine. <laughs> yes. That was how they interacted with us. Yes, I so remember. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Aaron, and then uh, and then what did they call it? The third wall, the fifth, the fourth wall, the fifth wall. I don't know. When the, when the actors break that wall oh, and talk the to the audience, wall. the four, yeah. And Khadijah was like, "Y'all did this to me yeah, because was so he was upset. cheap." Yes. Aaron, oh my god, I'm so glad you remember that. Too. Well, once I stick on this picture and I see. 
Because I see <gasps> Regine, Max, and Khadija outside looking as he's walking in, mm-hmm. walking past this old mm-hmm. lady, this older lady. And then, of course, you click on it. And I forgot Shamar Moore was on this. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He likes Sinclair. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man. Okay, Rosewood. I I gotta go back and watch these shows because, okay, yes, Rosewood. That's what I'm watching. All right. Okay. Well, guys, that's going to wrap up what we're watching this week. We are going to take a quick break, get something to drink, and we'll be right back with this week's perspectives. Okay, guys, we are back, and it is time for this week's perspectives. Mm-hmm. And, Aaron, I believe you go first. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> My brain. Okay, focus. Focus. So this week, I want to explore this statement that that came into my world this week. And I thought it was interesting when I was hearing it and thought it'd be something worth discussing. Okay. The statement is, the role you play in people's lives won't always be the role they play in yours. As I started to think about this statement, it made me think about how people approach relationships, how people approach friendships, and then how people just approach their interactions with people in their lives. And are there people in your life who you have an expectation of this being an equal exchange? And then what are the people or what are the spaces where it's okay? Because the reality is, at least to me, is that no two people are the same. I've said that many times on this show and in life. So then no two experiences will be the same. We may get to the same path, but the path, but the way in which we take to get there will never be the same. So thinking about that makes me think about, yes, there are some people in your life or in my life who I give more to than I receive, just as there are people who probably give more to me than I receive. And those types of relationships are okay. But when you're thinking about dating someone, do you want someone where the give and take, where the relationship dynamics are that much different between each other? And also similarly, when I'm thinking about friendships, right? Or true friendships, deep friendships, besties, whatever word you want to go that goes deeper than an associate. Can those types of relationships last when the when there's not equal footing in terms of what each other brings to the table? So the statement, once again, is the role you play in people's lives won't always be the role they play in yours. I guess it's just exploring how true or not you believe that is and in what spaces do you think that actually doesn't make sense for the type of relationship that you're trying to build with that person. Um, okay, let me start with a statement. I think the statement is true. The dynamics of your relationship, how how you show your, I guess, care, love, generosity, whatever, is always going to be different than someone else because of different love languages, right? And I think the same can be said in friendships. Like, you said you have relationships where you give more than the other person gives back or than what you receive in that uh, friendship. I think those type of dynamics can last depending on the people, their expectations, and their love languages, right? Like, we we look at giving differently, you know, where um, you could say giving, like, you give, maybe, like, you could say you give monetarily, right? Like, you, you maybe you buy gifts more than the other person or you spend more money on them. Like, you, when y'all go out to eat, you know, you always pay, uh, and they don't, but maybe their way of giving back 
to you from their point of view could be like, I give my time. And to me, that's more, that's equal to them of giving monetarily. You know what I mean? Like, so Uh when two, when people have two different like love languages or whatever, or how they express themselves, I think individually you should know what type of friendship or relationship when dating, you should know what you need, you know, and what's going to feed you. If that dynamic with that person dating or friendship wise doesn't feed you, then it's not going to work. And I think that maybe you should distance yourself from that. But if you, if what they do do or what they do bring to the table feeds you in some type of way, maybe not the way that you need, but maybe you're getting that from somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe I'm going now, maybe I'm going down a hole, like (laughs) I'm talking, (laughs) but I just feel like, you know, if, if, if it feeds you in some type of way and it's satisfactory for you, then you keep it right. Like I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, this what you said about, you know, can that type of relationship last, whether it be friend or romantic? And I I would think so. Like I I feel like, you know, I have my my circle of friends and they all feed me in different ways. You know what I mean? Like but I know who to go to, who to go to what for, you know, that type of thing. Like I don't want yeah. Right. I, I just don't want, you know. When you say they feed you in different ways, do you feel like what you give them if you feel like you give them anything puts you all in an equal footing like puts you all puts your contribution to the friendship equal or no the reality is some of those friendships actually there's an imbalance but that's the dynamic of that particular friendship like how important is it to be equal in your friendships versus you know your associate to be equal in my important um i don't I, i honestly don't know if i've ever thought about it that way i think i have had friendships in the past where I felt like this person is a user. You know what I mean? Like, they're not, like, I'm always the one giving, pretty much. Like, I'm always the one being the friend when it's needed, but they're never there for me. And, uh, you know, those people are just, either we're not friends anymore, or we've, I've had people where we've actually talked about the dynamics of the friendship, and it changed over the years, Mm. um, you know, with growth. So... Yeah, so now, I guess, okay, back to today. Now, I don't think that I have any anybody in my life that I don't feel like the friendship is equally yoked. Like, we don't... Mm, equally yoked. We, like, okay. we don't... That's the phrase. Was, oh, <laughs> like, I feel like we, like, with my circle, we all bring what we need to bring to the table. Them for me and me for them. I feel, unless, you know, they're just not telling me something, then that's a different story. But as far as I know from my perspective... I think we're all good. Like, yeah, I think we're all equal. Like, I think my friendships are pretty balanced out. You said two things that that, that stood out to me. One, when you were talking about okay. friendships and and the whole paying for things, that, that point that you were making. It made me think, Lord, <laughs> it made me think of girlfriends and the dynamic of Joan versus the others, right? Like, for many, many seasons. And it wasn't until later on where they called themselves out on it. But it was for many, many seasons, right? Like a part of her love language was always monetarily giving and doing, whether it was always paying when they went out to eat, whether it was paying for extravagant gifts for Christmas or birthdays or experiences, right? Like Joan was or letting it... Lynn bum ass stay at your crib <sighs> free. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought okay. up Lynn because <laughs> what you also said in your statement about it in that when you were talking about that makes me think of someone like Lynn 
or Maya or Tony in that they, while they weren't giving monetarily, their time, their energy, their thoughts as it related to what Joan needed in her life, some could say that was the balance. Like that was the way in which their relationships balanced each other out. Whereas Joan was able to offer more monetary, that was a part of how she showed her love. They also were able to offer their ear and sound advice. Well, we can quest, well, whatever. Sound advice, I'll just use that word. (laughs) Um, So that made me think about that. And to me, at least based on this TV show, those relationships were able to withstand. They were able to last and build and grow. We can question other aspects of their friendships, but at least given the topic that we're talking about today, their relationship didn't, that wasn't the problem necessarily. And then the other thing that it made me think about was Shannon Sharp was on a show podcast with Terrell Owens, whatever Terrell Owens' podcast is. And he made the statement where he said, he's looking for a partner, not a sponsor. And so that was another thing that popped into my head as you were talking and I was thinking about this topic today is when we move from friendships to relationships, Depending on, I guess, where you meet this person, where you are financially, mentally, professionally, you may not actually want to be in a partnership, in a romantic relationship where it's lopsided, where being equally yoked, where having someone who brings just as much to the table as you do is key, is important. And I wonder, as I'm talking this out loud too, is... Does that sort of sentiment of wanting to be equally yoked, wanting to have a partner who is in the same space as you go beyond financial? Because I recognize when he was making that statement, he was talking about where he is in life, all the things that he's been able to do for himself and in terms of professionally, monetarily. And so he doesn't want someone who he has to take care of. All you can do is bring the salt, bring something. I'll bring the steak. But if all you have is the seasoning, bring something, right? He shouldn't have to bring the whole meal, the seasoning, and the grill, and provide the place for it to be cooked. And so that that Ooh. made me start to think. Well, one, how important is it to be equally yoked in a relationship for you and you know for our listeners? I guess for myself, whenever I get to that space. But then also, how much do we focus on monetary uh, monetary balances in relationships that we don't actually think about the other areas? So that could be mm. someone is more of a listener. Someone always likes to talk, but they're not that good of a listener. Like, can a relationship work where there's an imbalance in that way? Or someone is more sexually, like, in tune with their body and they they, they thrive and love and want all of that type of sexual interaction, right? But their, par- but their partner, uh, you know, they can take it or leave it some days. And so are you able you know to build a... <laughs> so are you able to have a relationship where, you know, the imbalance of what what one perceives, like just because you, I guess even with that last statement, just because you have a high sex drive doesn't mean that you want your partner to have one. Maybe. I don't know. So it's just, it, I guess the, the general thought around <laughs> all these things is beyond fine, how important is it within the financial space? But beyond that, it, it as I'm talking this out loud, it almost makes me think it is important to be equally yoked in a romantic relationship and the way in which we get to that balance looks different for each relationship because all no two people are the same, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, when you look at the relationship as a whole, balance is key. I don't know. Okay. Is there, are those new questions? I mean, I, I guess those are thoughts that like, I'm really just having. I guess I'm just oh, thought, okay. And I'm really okay. saying that with a pause because, I mean, I'm not in a relationship. You are. You can more so think about your, your current relationship. And even your last one was probably sooner than my last one. <laughs> it was more recent than my last one in terms of... <sighs> Well, hmm, hmm, okay, not even your current one. Actually, as I just thought about that, that statement that I just made, your last one was more recent than my last one, but 
the imbalance in those the imbalance in that relationship that potentially go because hmm, you know sorry i'm just gonna add one more caveat and then i'm gonna shut up and hear you and let you respond is also sometimes there's an imbalance in the friends that you bring to the table maybe that's important too sorry i'm just now my brain is just running this all may get cut but you know when you're when you're dating someone and now all of a sudden their friends are your friends because they didn't bring any friends to the table yeah. and how that impacts the relationship and even at a point sometimes can bring about the conversation either with your partner or with your friends around damn why don't they go get their own friends so it to me it's just like how important is it to be equally balanced in a relationship how much imbalance can there be in in certain spaces and specifically outside of financial how important is it to be equally yoked to when you look at the overall picture of a relationship for there to be balance you okay so you've asked a lot of questions and (laughs) If my mind can properly um, give an answer, I will say the importance the the importance of being equally yoked may depend on where you are in life, and what I mean by that is where yeah where you are when you when you when you have this new person coming into your life, and I'm just gonna use me and Robin as an example as I always do, but you know Robin and I met in undergrad. Um, neither of us, neither one of us really had shit. Like, outside of living on campus, we were still li- living at home. So my, so her being equally yoked, I guess, for me was not at the forefront of my mind. I think uh, later in life, as we, you know, decided to have a life together, started like whatever, build a life together, um, those things started to become more important. And so, and then we had to kind of navigate what that meant to us at those times, you know, whatever, and then make those steps to get to that place. That still don't sound. Well, what I heard, actually, what I, that made sense to me. What I heard was at a certain point, you needed to make sure that Robin was an asset, not, not a liability. So while you all started it, you know, started from the bottom, now you're here on the, on the way up, you needed to make sure that while you were increasing in monetary value, mental value, experience value, like well, all the things that you were building to to put you in the place that you are today, that you weren't having to expend more just to bring Robin along. Not to say that you were, but like you wanted right. like you needed to right. and Robin right. too. Right. right. Like Robin needed to make sure that she wasn't yes. like building and growing, but also but still living like she was a, fr- a you know, a freshman in college because you weren't bringing enough to the table that you all could build together. She's almost raising a child, right? Like you all needed to make sure that you weren't raising a child, but that you were growing with your partner. Right. Yes. Look at you. See, you listen to me. <laughs> that's exact, y'all. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> that's how I hear it. I'll take it. Um. But yeah. But I mean, I don't. But I also don't. I feel like your partner needs to bring, I mean, I also agree with being equally yoked in your, let me not say agree. I think there, there is some truth to being, to needing to be equally yoked when it comes to like y'all's personal social lives. But I also think that, you know, like they say, opposites attract, that can Hmm. be worked out. You know, it just needs to be. It just needs to be made clear because you mentioned like, you know, one person like with the friendship thing, like maybe one person has friends um, 
a, fr- a different type of friend circle than the other person may have, right? And so now, like, those friends become your friends and all of that good stuff. I think that if, you know, maybe your partner doesn't have maybe the friend circle that you have or the, or is that type of person, um, I think some expectations, I mean, I, I think discussions will happen naturally along the way, you know, of that journey because it will... It's something that'll come up, you know, and it's something that it's something that y'all can figure out. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because you, you're going to you're going to want your friends and I mean, you, your partner, you're going to want your partner to respect the friendship circle that you have. Um, and then you're also going to understand that they may not get it, you know, because they, their friend circle is different than yours. So, yeah, all of that. I think all of that stuff comes up like, you know. All of our friends, I mean, all of our partners probably, we, how am I trying to say this? Our partners probably, we we all probably have one friend that our partner doesn't like and our friend, and we all probably have one partner that one of our friends does not like or more. So it, I mean, that, that discussion is going to happen. It's natural. It's just. Did you say the same thing? Did I? Did you just say we all have partners that our friends don't like and we all have partners that our friends don't? Did you? Anyway. No, I said, no, I said we all have friends that we all have a friend. Wait, I thought I said we all have friends that our partner does not like and we all have friends. Wait, and then we all have a partner that our friends don't like. We all have had a partner or have a partner that our friends don't like. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. So that was meant to say that you know eventually you're gonna have that conversation so anyway yes um what else did you ask me about equally yo you know i already know the name of this episode (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but as you were talking it made me think about uh it made me think about sex in the city and how i'm just gonna say this once again we are not the same we may get to the same conclusion or the same answer but the path in which we take to get there will never be the same so when you think of Charlotte, Miranda, Samantha, and Carrie, while Carrie on paper was the least wealthy in terms of finances, she also brought an abundance of uh, fresh eyes, I guess, to certain conversations where one of the other girls sort of was just had tunnel vision based on how they live life. And so to me, they all needed each other in different areas of life that they were able to come together uh, and have a healthy relationship throughout all those seasons. And so it's not just monetary, although we people get hung up on that. It's it's the mental things. It's the spiritual things. It's it's all the other things. Uh, so it's easy to so and let me not say it's easy like in other people. So for me, it could be easy to get caught up in the one aspect of something based on a particular moment where it either makes you extremely happy or it ticks you off. But if, you, if you're if you able to breathe and not react to whatever that is, you can realize that this is just a moment that contributes to the larger conversation or the larger or the bigger picture of your friendship. I don't know. like, And maybe I'm saying that as I'm talking to myself and like, Aaron, you don't need to get caught up in one thing that may tick you off about someone because the reality is you may tick them off in another area. But it's okay because that's, or you may love on them in a different way in this space and they love on you in a different way in that space. But when you put all the, when our powers combined, I am Captain Planet. It creates something that is bigger and stronger than the two of you. And that is your relationship. So, hmm. Okay. 
and acquaintances. Uh, whatever. Let me stop. <laughs> Every relationship is important, no matter how big or small or whatever role they play in your life. You just have to be clear about it. Let me... <laughs> right? Okay. And the la- so just the last thing so we haven't talked about and it is at work. There are imbalances sometimes in, in workspaces that I've been in. It comes with the nature of the work. And so there's not much you can do about that. You have to have an existing beneficial forward-thinking relationship with people who either bring more to the table than you do or you bring more to the table than they do and regardless of how that works something still has to get accomplished Mm. so maybe work is the only i don't know it's just a thought i had but that's what i wanted to talk about today well you know your boss actually just because they're your boss doesn't mean that they bring more to the table right that's a hope definitely does (sighs) okay yeah that's because I was going to say that just remain professional. You're right. Yep. Remain professional. Yeah, that's all I want to talk about. What is your perspective today? Okay. So, I know I said that I was going to try to keep it uh, holiday related when I talked about my perspectives. Because <laughs> we're coming up on the holidays. I mean, it's the Friday. Holidays are here, pretty it's much. Friday. Yeah, like, it's, it is. It's Friday. Um, but actually, I am going to still incorporate the holidays into my perspective because of my example. So the other day I was watching, it was something of course on Instagram that I had came across a a page uh, and just the, you know how they have the slides where everybody's opinion, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, I don't know if you've seen it, but the girl uh, put the dude's PS5 underwater no. Or something. <sighs> yes. Was it real? That's what. She, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know if it was real or whatever. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, it was. It it really was a little heartbreaking when I thought about the fact that people are really out here like struggling, trying to like even get one, and then you actually get one, and somebody put it under some water. You know, it's done. Like you know, like there's no coming back from that unless it's waterproof. Anyway, so. As I was reading through the slides, of course, you know, the the people like, you don't know what he did. You know, he probably pissed her off. He could have cheated, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, some people in there like, man, this be crazy. You know, like you don't do nothing like that, blah, blah, blah. And so it had me thinking about how I feel like revenge is not normalized. Okay. Now just <laughs> hang with me here. Right. <laughs> just hang with me. Okay. Okay. So what? Okay, so after I saw that, immediately I thought I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. But then I was like, well, no, I don't know if I want to talk about revenge because I don't want to come across a certain type of way. I know how passionate I can get, and so I had kind of played it off like I'm not going to do it. Okay, fast forward to like a couple days later, I'm watching Everybody Hates Chris. Okay. I don't know if you remember the episode where I think it was like the end of the school year and Chris decided that he was going to get revenge on Caruso, the little, uh, the white redhead boy that kept bullying him. Um, and Chris decided that he was going to get revenge on Caruso because he was tired of, you know, being beat up and being, you know, called, I mean, being treated racist, you know, whatever by Caruso. Um, and so Chris decided to get revenge by getting Caruso in trouble with school and making Caruso have to clean up after school every day, blah, blah, blah. It ended up backfiring on Chris because he ended up having to uh, go to summer school. And so he had already told Caruso 
Caruso that he was the one who set him up. So, of course, that backfired on Chris because now Caruso knows and whatever. <laughs> so, uh, but boom, okay, that was another example of revenge. So, I thought about it again and I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about this. I'm just going to find a way to talk about it. But I was still like, um, I don't know. Aaron, what did Robin decide to put on the TV the other day? What? How the Grinch Stole Christmas, okay? <laughs> and the one with Jim Carrey. Never seen it. That's how it was. it good? That, what? You never watched that? No. I've only seen the cartoon. It was. It, no, it actually ended up being really good. So, um, th- this is how I'm roping Christmas into it by the <laughs> Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> That's, y'all follow me here. So, basically, you haven't seen it, so this is kind of like a little spoiler for you. But, I, well, let me try to figure a way to say it without. So, basically, it's like a revenge plot. Um, type thing like the backstory of the Grinch. Okay, do you like? Have you seen Maleficent? No. Did, did you see? Oh my God! Did you see um, the Great and Powerful Oz? No. <laughs> Aaron, what the fuck? And I watch a lot of stuff now, and you got me over here. <laughs> Aaron, are we even friends? Oh my God, <laughs> y'all! I am. Mm-mm. Okay, Equally so yoked. anyway. <laughs> Right. Oh, look at that. Now I'm gonna have to reevaluate. The Great and Powerful Oz. The Great and Powerful Oz was really good. Oh my God, with James Franco and um, what's her name? Jennifer Williams. Mila Kunis. Yes, Michelle Williams. That's her name. I called her Jennifer anyway. You know. But oh my God, it was so good. So I asked you, have you seen those movies? Because what they do is they take the classic story that we know of like the the witch, you know, the evil witch or whatever from the Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. the, the Wicked Witch and, or um, and Maleficent, uh, Maleficent, like, and they give us a different like outlook on the people. So instead of you know, us just thinking that they're bad. We get to see like what happened and why they were bad, you know? So they did the same thing in the Grinch. So they, you know, they showed us something from like his childhood to let us know why he turned into the Grinch, you know, instead of us just seeing that on Christmas Eve, (laughs) the Grinch decided to take their Christmas tree, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yes. Okay. So again, another revenge plot that had me like, okay, I'm just going to talk about revenge. So I want to talk about, Revenge. And what I want to know, have you ever had a moment while you were in a relationship, whether it be friendship or romantic, where you felt like you wanted to get revenge or where you have actually taken revenge on someone? And then my part two question to that is, why does it seem like those who take revenge are often viewed negatively instead of the reason that they may be taking revenge? You know, it seems like a lot of times, like even in the comments, we're harder on, let me not say we, because I'm not grouping myself with those people, (laughs) but some people are harder on those who take revenge than they are on the person who, or maybe the reason why revenge is taken. Go. Hmm. Okay, quickly. Merry Christmas. (laughs) What's the question again? So the questions are, has there ever been a time that you wanted to or have exacted revenge on someone, whether it be in a romantic relationship or a platonic relationship? And why do you think that society typically uh, has more negative energy toward the person who is taking revenge or versus 
the reason that they're taking revenge. And also, I left something out. Something else that made me um, want to go with this topic, too. I can't believe I forgot because I talked about it in What Am I Watching? Uh, SVU. You know SVU stay having revenge plots. Like, <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's a different type of revenge because I do not condone um, vigilante, vigilantism, whatever it is, vigilante behavior. Like, well... <laughs> Let me rethink that. You know, I think it depends on what it is. It depends. <laughs> because there was one reflections, right? But no, because I'm, so, I'm just gonna say this real quick. There was one where the dad decided that he was gonna take revenge for the guy that um, raped his daughter, but the daughter was lying. It wasn't. It, it wasn't even that guy. And um, the the dad ended up killing that guy. Oh my god! And so now Actually, another like. You remember the, that? Actually, I feel like there's a couple episodes like that on SVU. But I mean, <laughs> yes. But this one, what? Listen, I I can't even get into it. Okay, but go. <laughs> I was trying to think about the first part of your question here. I'm not. I'm not sure there's been a relationship. I know not a friendship where I've tried to enact revenge because we just wouldn't be friends if that was the case. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, let me res- let me actually put a. As far as I know, I reserve the right to change my mind. It doesn't come there. There's not one that comes to mind in a romantic relationship. Revenge? No. You know what I need? I need an example of revenge. Like, like, oh, Lord. Okay, let's get like that time I took someone's food in the calf and threw it, you know, away. You remember That's that? That's revenge. That's revenge. Well, but even was that, that revenge? I don't know what your revenge? Was, no, because you would just that was not me. revenge. That was me doing something. But if they had done something back to me, unprovoked, unprovoked. right? So that was an unprovoked <laughs> action. But if they had done something back to me, that would have been revenge. That would have been revenge. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. So no. Yes. Then the answer is no. I haven't. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, if I did it, yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Nothing springs to mind, and. If you have one, let me know that I'm involved in, but I can't think of one. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. And I don't know your life. No, I do. But let me the, think. Let the, me think of one for you. The second question, and the second part of that question is, why do people put more focus on it? Yes. Or well, why does it seem like that there's more negative energy towards the person that is getting, I mean, that is, you know, acting in a vengeful way? Yeah, but... Well, I think it's because you can't, well, we haven't said this in a while. You can't help how you feel, but you can help what you do with those feelings. So while you can't control what someone does to you, against you, for you, you can control how you respond. And so people, I think, put more focus on accountability, self-accountability, or accountability of oneself and their actions more than they put uh, focus on what would cause somebody to react in a way. I'm not saying, I am saying that there should be some attention given to what causes somebody to react, but I think there's a healthy amount of attention that's focused on the reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are going to be who they're going to be. That doesn't mean that you need to allow them to make you something that you're not. And that is where I think at least I try to, or have in the past, tried to talk to people who I've been in conversations with who have been speaking about revenge, right? Whether I support it or not, whether I'm down to plot it with you, I think the reality is 
if this is a decision that you're making, be sure that you're making it and don't blame anyone else for your decision to go in this, go in this direction because the outcome of your decisions are going to be solely put on you, not that person. And I think about just you bringing up law and order. It makes me think about, yes, you may have, you may have the father may have, you know, killed that man thinking that, you know, he may have taken revenge on that man by killing him ultimately to find out that it wasn't, you know, it was the wrong person while he chose to enact revenge in that way only for it to be wrong. He still had to deal with the consequences of his actions. And so that's why I think people put more, more focus on it. He ultimately ended up having to do the, the time in jail. Although I don't remember, I don't think they showed that part of him getting convicted or not. If I'm thinking of the one that you're thinking of, uh, they just showed the mistaken identity, you know, it was wrong. And then anyway, no, this, the, no, this, the man, the, where the dad went to jail and they ended up finding out that it was the uncle all along that had raped the girl. Yes. And so what, and so he still okay. has to deal with the consequences of his actions at that point, uh, regardless of whether or not one could say right or wrong, uh, one, whether or not one could say he was right or wrong for having those thoughts and choosing to go in the direction that he did, whatever comes of that is on him. So yeah, I would focus oh, more yeah. on your, on someone's decision to, get revenge on someone versus what it is that you're mad about. I'll agree with you all day long that that person was right, wrong, or indifferent and that you're justified in your feelings, but we need to pause and think about how you choose, what you choose to do with those feelings because at that moment that you choose to do something, bump them. I'd almost I... relate that to, our, just lastly, I'd almost relate that to to slightly different, I mean, it's totally different, not really slightly, is that I'd relate that to people who blame their parents for how, who they are, how they are as an adult. At a certain point, your actions are on you. And so you can't blame what caused you to be this way or get this way or feel this way on those that contributed to that. Because while you're right that they contributed to that, how you choose to carry that out at a certain point is on you. Or the percentage-wise now leans more towards it being on you than it does them. There you go. Guys, that's why you have to be smart about what you do. But <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, that's very true, like, what you were talking about with the SVU episode. And, I mean, that's the thing with revenge. Like, I'm not, let me uh, put my disclaimer, I'm not glorifying it. Because depending on what you do, like, that could be some serious consequences for you. And you always have to think about that. And I know a lot of times when we act out of um, anger and emotion, you know, you don't think about the consequences. But make sure y'all think about the consequences. Like, it's not just... I'm going to get my revenge and then that's it. For me, I mean, if y'all haven't figured it out by now, yes, I have done some things out of for revenge, out of spite, like whatever. Thank the Lord that it hasn't been anything that could get me in serious trouble because I just, you know, orange is not my color. And um, I'm going to repeat, I would, jail is not fun. Prison is not fun, okay? Like, I don't know what y'all think, orange is the new black, but hell no. Like, <laughs> Ashley... <laughs> Ashley ain't never gonna do nothing that could get her there like I didn't whatever but I do not like the negative energy towards those who get their revenge like now I'm not saying that they're that they're that maybe things can't go too far when it comes to revenge or that maybe um I was about to say if you should have reacted like that. But who's to say, you know, people take how they take things. Like, you know, what may be small to some to me may not be small to the next person. So, but I don't like that the people who, I, I just, I don't attack them. And I guess because, you know, I'm empathizing with them 
And you just don't know. Like, sometimes you just don't know what can push people's buttons. You don't know what's going to make them snap. You don't know what could be their final straw. And I feel like the moral of the story should be, uh, don't do shitty things, and then shitty things won't get done to you. Like, point blank, period. Like, so sometimes you may not know you're doing something shitty, and that's a little different, but nine times out of ten, like, bro, for her to put this PS5 in the water... <laughs> What were you doing? Like, I just, I just, I need to know what you were doing. Like, and I'm hoping there's nothing petty. Like, oh, he wasn't giving me his attention. That's stupid. Like, you knew he was a gamer when you met him, girl. Deal with it. But if he was cheating or something, like, maybe sis said, oh, okay, you hurt me. This is how I'm going to hurt you back. Like, but see, based on your logic, it, regardless of how big or small in your eyes, she felt some kind of way. Oh, well, I mean, but like, that's why I, said you know i'm not uh that's why i said what i said about you know what may be small to me may not be small to the next one so i'm just hoping that it wasn't something like that that i deemed small but i mean maybe it was big for her but to me i deemed that that that, that would be small like i don't know come on man let me give you know. this example and you tell me if you if how you think uh -oh. about it <laughs> okay so you okay. said you know if she if she you, you said, come on, girl, you knew he was a gamer when you got with him. That example. Let's okay. say one person is a pothead and the other person is not. This is made clear when they get together. But because what you perceived a pothead to be was far different than what their actual mm. pothead level is, mm -hmm. that you get upset because you feel like they're blowing it down more than, than what you care you to be comfortable with. Right. And so you... Mm -hmm. You flush, you throw away, you do something with their product, right? Like, I mean, that's sort of the, yeah. that's, that's another example that popped in my head when I'm thinking about that is like people, your expectations of someone before you get with them may not always be the reality of how they're living because that's why words matter. And it's important not just to say a word, it's important to be clear, which is why I get when people, anyway, it's, let me not go down that rabbit hole, but so. And Could they be what justified? I would say to that, and first of all, or an alcoholic, or we could replace pot with alcohol. You know, like whatever someone's vice is. I'm gonna go back to your first example. <laughs> don't get with this. Don't get with a weed smoker if you're not a weed smoker. Like that. That just don't do it. Like what? Don't and weed smoker. Do not waste your time with someone who does not smoke. Like the fuck. <laughs> like. <laughs> Not saying that, 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 that you know, like, y'all can be cool, but if you know that you're a smoker, like, to, to the point, like, when you come home, you roll three, four, and that's the end, like, that's how you do your day, and that's okay with you because it brings you down, it makes you feel good, whatever the case may be, why would you be with someone who doesn't even want to be around the smell of it? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. I'm going to go back to girlfriends. Lynn, why would you be with someone <laughs> who's, uh, like... Like, come on, come on, and you know you love, yes, and you know you like having sex, come on, like, don't say, listen, drinkers, because, because what I'm thinking is, if those things are your vices, you don't want to be around somebody who is constantly complaining about it, like, and that's what they're going to do, like, they may not say something, like, in the, in the beginning, because, you know, y'all still dating, and it's all good, or whatever, and they're going to, oh, it's fine, babe, blah, 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 but then when y'all move in together, then you want to come home every day and have your, you know, your whiskey on ice and they got a problem with you drinking. All it's going to do is just like ruin your buzz even more. Like, come on now. Like, 
that's a waste of time. I'm sorry. That's just a waste of time, whatever the case may be. So, um, I would say I understand what you're saying when you use that example, but for me, we would never even get there because if that's an issue for me in the beginning, like it's no point of us being together at this point in my life. There is no point in me being with somebody that doesn't enjoy the things that I enjoy. <laughs> like yeah. I just, I don't know. It's, hmm. I don't want it to, no. Really? Yeah. I mean, certain, let me not say all things. Let me put it like certain things. Like if that's my, if those are my vices, if I want to come home and have a drink every day and they, you know, they cannot be a drinker, that's fine. But if they're one of those people that feel some type of way because I'm having a drink, then why are we together? Like that, like, no. Right. If you choose to no. have a drink before you go out. Don't turn their head. Don't, they shouldn't turn their nose because they just want to go. Right, right, like, right. Like you can just not drink. Like Rob, Rob drinks beer every day. I don't. Well, yeah, just yeah, every day. I don't drink beer, but I also don't like be like, oh, you having another one? Like for what? She living her life. She feels good. Like now, if things go too far, <laughs> and I can see like, oh, okay, let's reel this one in. Then that's different. But. But see, even then, it's that is the point right there. See, that right there is the point. Based on what you're no. saying, is your your definition of what's gone too far or what could go left may not be Robin's definition. And so and, there is so and that and those things don't matter when you're drunk. When you know your partner and you're drunk, like my definition of too far may not be Robin's definition of too far. But when we're out together and Robin's seen that I've had one too many mimosas and she knows what that looks like for me and I'm saying that no I'm okay I do not mind her stepping in because chances are she's gonna have to stop by the Wendy's on the way home because I (laughs) threw up all over myself like real accounts people real accounts so that like that's different like and it's also not like I'm not killing her buzz from the start of the day like that is very different than all right babe you may have had enough like nah nah do they know why she threw different scenarios? Did they say why she threw the PS5 or whatever? Did did they is there any do you know why? No, nobody knew. It was just a picture of it. It was just a picture of it. I think it had like a little I'll have to go um, back and find the picture, but we didn't know why. Like she didn't say in the caption um he cheated, so um destroying his shit. What could someone do? Aaron, that I don't is... know. I really hope it was fake. That's what I'm hoping. I just, and I I agree with you. It depends on where you're at in life. It depends on whatever, all the things. I, so for me at this stage, I can't think of something that someone could do to me that would infuriate me that much to want to like seek revenge. One, I'm partly selfish in the sense that I don't want to give someone that much credit over my life, over how I move. So maybe that's, maybe that's why, because I'm starting from that place, but but also, like, how in control or not am I in my own emotions that whatever happens could, like, take me from that? I don't, like, I can't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, but maybe there's a level of vulnerability that you have to have in certain relationships to where that is a possibility because you're that open, you're that honest, you're that vulnerable, you're that, you know, connected to them. Goes back yeah. to that question in five questions, right? If you, if you break up and it didn't hurt, it wasn't real. Revenge may be necessary for some relationships. I, you know, <laughs> that's a very valid comment. 
<laughs> statement. Yes, that's a very valid statement, but yes. All right, well, that's going to wrap up my perspective this week. I, guys, I still kept it a little holiday. Go watch The Grinch. Aaron, you need to go watch The Grinch. You need to watch The Which Grinch. Which one of those three would you say first? Which one would you say first of those three? The Great and Powerful Oz. That was so good. And the colors in that movie were just beautiful. Like, oh my gosh, I loved watching that movie. I've seen it multiple times. Actually, I'm about to see if it's um, on Roku somewhere. I can search it. Um, Aaron, any reflections? Um, any reflections? No, I don't have any this week. I had a reflection and I should have wrote it down. I had a reflection actually about the question you asked about, should you, oh yes, that was, those are my reflections. Okay. Ah, I have reflections. Okay. One, my first reflection is guys last week, or excuse me, on the, at the last episode in Aaron's Under My Skin, you heard him allege that, <laughs> sloppy, that sloppy joes were cooked in him and Cece's uh, suite in the suites. Uh, okay. Or it, it, either his suite or Cece's suite. Cece would like to clear up that that never happened and he ain't <laughs> never cooked no sloppy joes in 4020. Was it 4020? That was her room, 4020. 4020? Yeah, she said he ain't never. Yes. Well. Cece said Aaron ain't never cooked no sloppy joes in 4020. So I just wanted to clear that up for you guys so you know that Cece and I still to this day say that we have not had sloppy joes since we were kids. Aaron is the only one, but that's on him. I'm going to have to check um, with her roommate because I just don't. It, Cece didn't already said it. Like, why are you trying to bring other people into the fold? It's over. So second reflection uh, for question five, Aaron, asked, I think it was question five when Aaron asked, about was it question five where if a, if you've slept with a, if a man has if a man has slept with another man does a man does he need to yeah that was question five sexually to, fluid okay. something, something, something. sexually fluid yes and you and I had the conversation about how I would be devastated if I found out that Robin was cheating on me with a man I spoke to Robin about this during our break right because I needed to know and Robin felt the same way she said she would feel like so not only are you lying about being faithful to me, you you live in a whole secret life. Like you've lied about way more because you're out here sleeping with men when you have led me to believe that females are who you want to be with. I said, oh, well, thank you. Like that, it would be blindsiding. It would just, it would, she would have been blindsided. And I told her I understood. So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that into reflection. What? I guess we equally out there. <laughs> the devil's in the details in that one. Because I get why Robin would be blindsided to find out that but you not have. Me. You don't understand why well, I would Ashley, be blindsided? Because you equals gold star. So it would be a shock to Robin. That makes sense. If at 30 blank, you decided that you were going to go down that path. That would it make don't, sense like, to Dude, that, none of that matters. Like, if you, like, no, no. I don't care if I decided, like, when I was, well, whatever, if, like, when I was in middle school and high, or high school, I best with a boy or had sex with a boy, whatever. Never since then have I ever been with a dude. And then I decide at 30, how old am I? 34, 34, I'm going to go best with a man. No, so like, you mean to tell no, me that's a different. That's so if, just different. So if Drake, so if Drake was a possibility at this stage in your life, I feel like you're throwing hypotheticals in there. <laughs> that, <laughs> but I'm just saying, right? Like the, it's it, it, that's believe. different. I would just cuddle with Drake. I just want to cuddle <laughs> with Drake. <laughs> I just want to cuddle and maybe get high. But that's it. That's it. Okay. 
That's y'all really. Anyway. That's why y'all two together. Y'all together. Equally yoked. <laughs> Whatever. Um, are you looking forward to anything? Did I mix those up this week? Was it supposed to be, are you looking forward to anything? And then, <laughs> but <laughs> Remix. we're here now. We're here now. Are you looking forward to anything? I'm looking forward to Christmas. Yeah, I don't know why. I think I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely just looking forward to, honestly, I'm looking forward to every day in the next coming days. I feel like there's a level of intention and purpose that I'm trying to enact. And so it's making me excited for what's to come without actually knowing what's to come. That and Christmas. So what about you? I am also looking forward to Christmas. I'm actually more so looking forward to Nancy getting one of her gifts because I surprised her and got her these pair of shoes that she wanted. And they're not reboxed this year. They're actually new balance. <laughs> <laughs> they're new balance. So I'm You should look into some ASICs for Nancy. Um. Okay. Sorry, because I, I mean, I know I reboxed in New Balances, but ASICs are really good, too, on feet as somebody who had to buy ASICs. They do wonders, and they come in a lot of good oh, styles. Okay. And I can send you the link for where you can get them for a good deal. All right, well, send me that. Maybe I'll look for that. But she really don't need a whole lot of shoes because she don't need to be going nowhere, but that's neither here nor there. Guys, thank you so much for joining us another week. We appreciate it, as always. And with the holidays coming up, we hope you have a great holiday and enjoy. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I, yeah, I, I really hope that everyone takes these next few weeks and days to enjoy themselves, to to think about all the things that they're grateful for and also to forward think, right? Like the future tomorrow is not promised. And so enjoy these moments and these holidays while you can, because who would have known a year ago that we would be celebrating the holidays in this way. So enjoy Ooh. it as much as you can. And guys, and as always, if you want to reach out to us, leave us any comments, feedback, give us any suggestions for five questions or just let us know how much you love us. You can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective no e at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And to make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate the support that you all show us every week. And that's because you show up, you show out, and you interact with us on in every aspect of our show and our minisodes and specifically because you all hear us tell you to tell five people and then you go and tell five people and then when they listen they go and tell five people as well so thank you for spreading the word yes guys and again have a great holiday and remember if you change your perspective you can change your outcome hey. i don't know how to say bye bye